0: Hello and welcome to the What Are We Even Doing Here podcast, the podcast that seeks to answer the question of, what are we even doing here from a biblical perspective? This is in our own life and the world in general. My name is Daryl, and I'm here with Rue. Well, she's in the room, but I'm also here with Baby, and I'm here with my wife, Karen. Get that corn out of my face! <laughs> Get that corn out of my face. <laughs> it's Nacho Libre is now co-hosting the podcast with us, Nasho. Sure. So we have a whole family on this podcast today. Our whole family's in the room. And today...
1: The hamsters aren't here. Are
0: they, where are the where, fish? Where are the hamsters?
1: Where are the fish? One's in the kitchen and one's in Rue's room. And the fish is in the
0: kitchen. Fish is in the kitchen with Dinah. With Dinah? The fish is in the kitchen with Dinah.
1: Teapot's in the kitchen with the teapot. Uh,
0: A fish's name is teapot. Makes sense. (laughs) So. So, I think we need to hear a joke. uh,
1: We're just going to start us off with a joke. Does anyone have any jokes in the room? Any jokesters? Me. Alright. What's Beethoven's
0: favorite fruit? Uh... Uh. Na na na. <laughs> if you could just see her that's face, a, that's a good one. So, aside from telling uh, classical fruit jokes,
1: <laughs> classical fruit. musical fruit jokes, <laughs> music classical
0: yeah, classical music fruit jokes. Get it? Uh, musical. What are we even doing here today, Karen?
1: Rock in my rocking chair
0: How do you know you're rocking In that rocking chair
1: Because <laughs> I have an objective standard
0: What's your objective standard <laughs> Do you just feel that like
1: this, I just feel like I'm rocking <laughs> <laughs>
0: Rocking chair Excellent did you
1: This rocking chair was made To rock
0: And But not rock. roll yeah, yeah, Won't roll very well <laughs> So yes, today we're going to talk about why we know what we know and why it's important to know why we you know. know what you know, what you what you profess to believe. Because there's a lot of belief systems out there, a lot of uh, religions that will, will say they believe what they believe because maybe they've prayed about it and then they got a feeling. I got a feeling. So
1: I'm hooked on a feeling
0: So we can't (laughs) Just It's not good to just base what you believe Because of a feeling Because Your feelings can be wrong Uh, The heart is Deceitful They
1: usually are (laughs) Yeah
0: So if you just go on A feeling or an experience It could be wrong I'm not saying that uh, Your experience didn't really happen But it could be a very deceptive experience. Um, So I'm going to just read from the NASB uh, Bible. (laughs) 1 Peter 3, verse 15. But sanctify Christ as Lord in your hearts, always being ready to make a defense to everyone who asks you to give an account for the hope that is in you, yet with gentleness and reverence. So here, here we see um, Paul's writing that we should be ready to give a defense for people who ask us for the hope that is in us. So first off, people should be asking as Christians why we believe what we believe. Uh, hopefully we're...
1: We hope they do. <laughs> yeah,
0: hopefully we're, we're living a life that will cause people to ask. But we're also going to engage in conversation with others. But we, we need to set Christ as Lord... Christ the Lord is holy. Set him apart. And then be able to give a defense. So we should know why we believe what we believe. And for the Christian, yes, there's an experience. So you'll have the experience. Uh, for, for a lot of Christians, they'll be able to pinpoint a day where they came to the Lord. You might be blessed enough to not have that that day where you just grew up in the church. And then one day you just believed and you can't say, hey, it was this date, such and such year. But you should still, all of us should still know. Why we believe what we
1: believe. Correct.
0: So, Karen, why do you believe (laughs) what you believe?
1: Because I heard that Newsboys song. Oh. We believe. Oh, that's the. So, I believe in God the Father. I believe in Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. I believe in the Holy Spirit. And it's given me new life. I believe in the crucifixion. I believe that He conquered death. So many things I've learned from that song.
0: And he's coming back again. It's like a creed. Yeah. Like the Apostles' he's Creed and Nicene again. Creed. It's a very creedal song. And it's good to know creeds and confessions because they help us to articulate what we believe. So, I wasn't even going to bring that up, but thanks for... <laughs> so, and, and that's why creeds and confessions came about. So, it was, it was a way for Christians to... Uh, to to look at those whether it's the Westminster Westminster standards uh, or the 1689 London Baptist Confession of Faith you know the reformed confessions they're just tools that we can look at so we can articulate our beliefs that are biblical because those those are just kind of like guidelines that help us uh, through through the scriptures they're just pulled truths pulled from the scriptures and put into like a format we should go through
1: those at
0: dinner time. Yeah, we should go through, and catechisms too help help teach uh, what we believe. So that's good a good way, something that you can do as a family, if you have family and you do devotional times, is maybe go through a catechism, or go through the, the confession, the historic confessions of faith. Just just good ways to help teach biblical truth. And that's what it comes down to for the Christian is we believe what we believe, yes, because of experience, but also because our experience is built on the foundation of the scriptures of the Bible, Old Testament, New Testament, all pointing to Christ. So we're, we're built up. The Holy Spirit convicts us of our sin. We repent, put our faith in Christ, have a hunger and a new desire to know God the God who made us the God who saved us mm-hmm. so we go to his word and that's where we point when somebody asks for the hope that is in us we can tell them our experience mm-hmm. you know our personal testimony right but ultimately it's the gospel of Jesus Christ who we know through the scriptures because the scriptures testify of him
1: right can you hear your baby breathing <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> like yeah, the I hear, Vader. It through, <laughs> I hear it through the headphones it's like <laughs> yeah.
0: Baby Darth Vader. So if you're
1: all hearing that, then uh, that's what's going on. It's just, you know. (laughs) Uh,
0: So some, like, for example, I'll just use uh, our experiences with some uh, Mormons, uh, people from the LDS Church, missionaries. When we ask them, you know, why they believe the Book of Mormon, typically they'll say because they've prayed about it and they just believe it.
1: Right.
0: Which... Okay, but there's numerous religions and worldviews that believe what they believe because they have a, have a feeling about it or they prayed about it. So is that a good way? Do you think that's a good way? Or to... Or they di- just
1: made a decision, like I think I'll try this, yeah, and see how it goes. You know, but then it's it's different when you grow up in that. See, I don't I don't know what that's like, right? Um, because we got saved as adults, so. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and we are yeah as Christians we're to train our child in the way they should go. and We want to train them in the scriptures, uh, <laughs> which we have lasting. the privilege
1: of doing. Mm-hmm. But
0: at the same time, we're not we're not going to stop Rue from questioning. Like, is this true? How do I know this is true? Can I trust this? Right. You know, ultimately, yes, it's it's faith. You want to put your faith in Christ, and that what His Word is is truth. But you're allowed to to explore that right i don't want to say doubt like right but sometimes you'll go through a period of doubt Mm -hmm. but we're always driven back to the scriptures like when paul in acts is, is preaching in berea it says the bereans searched the scriptures to see if these things were true it doesn't say the bereans went home you know thought about what paul said prayed about it and then came back and said oh yeah paul you're right yeah they had a standard to which christianity throughout time is always in a written form that we have you know when when Paul's preaching at the time he's not you know there wasn't a new testament formed but he's still relying on scriptures so again that's we have a objective standard is is what is being said what is being believed line up with what the word of God says so does the book of Mormon line up with the word of God does what their prophets teach line up with the Word of God? You know, Roman Catholicism. Does you know the traditions they adhere to outside of Scripture? Does that line up with the Word of God?
1: <laughs> like, like Gabe said in his last what video? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? If about you guys, Lent? Yeah, if well, you actually, have... I don't know. Is that, is that a new one or not? I,
0: I think it was a new one that he just made because okay. every time, every every year at this time. When it's like the season of Lent, there's always that, you know, even within Protestant denominations, like, should we do Lent? Should People we not do, do Lent? No. Should we get a- ashes on Wednesday? And yeah. Where I would fall into, no.
1: <laughs> Maybe we'll link that video. It's not
0: a biblical mandate. It's not a biblical it's holiday. It's not in the Bible. I le- right. the, my
1: favorite line is when he's like, is that in the Bible? No, because Romans, Catholics just like to make up stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's it's, not uh, word for word. Yeah, so but... that's
0: uh, Gabe Hughes at uh, When We Understand the Text, one <laughs> of uh, our favorite resources. Uh, but yeah, so it, that's it. Like We have a standard of truth that we, we go to.
1: Right. And that's how you can discern for yourself also. Like when something sounds funny or, mm-hmm. you know, you can go to the scripture on your own and and see if it's true.
0: Exactly. Be, like, the Bereans. Right. And the same thing would apply for an atheist that says, like, that holds to morality. Okay, well, why should we not steal? And they'll sometimes say, well, you know, we shouldn't steal because uh, that's not good for society. Well, what about Mm. if there's a society that it is good for, you know? So, like... Why, why? Like, there has to be a standard why. And we don't steal because God is not a thief, that is not in his character, and we're made in the image of God. So when we steal, we, we mar his character. And we know that, you know, yes, like, now, like, the law, since we're made in the image of God, like, our conscience bear witness to that. And then the believers, the law is written in our hearts, but the law is also written in his word. So we have an objective standard that says, thou shalt not steal.
1: Yeah.
0: So it's important to know why we believe what we believe, to be able to give a defense for the hope that is in us, and to, as parents, to teach that to our children. Because in this world, they're going to be asked why, and there's this world of postmodernism where, oh, well, you feel that way; it's it's okay for you. You mm-hmm. know, what you believe. <laughs> you fine. do. You. you do. That's you. The, the like. <laughs>
1: Which you would have to for... come down
0: to with a worldview that says, I believe this because I had a feeling. Because how can they argue, if you say, well, I have this feeling too that you're not right. Like, mm-hmm. you're not going to get anywhere well, Nobody's that. right.
1: Ever. Yeah,
0: nobody's right or everybody's right. And right. everybody can't be right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: So it just gets all out of whack. So as Christians, I want to encourage you to to study the Word of God, to know it, to have it memorized, meditate on it, uh, and not, not just for intellectual exercise, because we go here, go to the Word for that relationship with God, to know who He is, to, to desire, to, to want to know Christ more, and that will in turn mold us more into the image of God, into the image of Christ, to be more Christ-like.
1: Actually, I just said something about that in my proverbs study.
0: Karen, are you a proverbs thirty-one woman? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I am. I am. Read the father's book as loving sons and daughters, rather than as dispassionate students of God. Nice. That was something. I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm getting more into the U version Bible app.
0: I like the U version. It's. It's very. Yeah. Uh, U virginy.
1: It's very. <laughs> It's very versiony. Yeah, <laughs> but anyway, there's like a million Bible plans on there, like little devotionals and stuff, and uh, you, you can find some good ones in the mix.
0: But there's a couple.
1: There's some bad ones too. Yeah, <laughs> <There's>... <laughs> you got to be careful. I guess. Yeah, I
0: mean, the U version is great. It's 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 a good resource if you want to do Bible studies with um, friends. Friends that mm-hmm. aren't even like around you i'm in a, a reading plan now with uh virgil walker who does the just thinking podcast with daryl harrison uh he spells his name differently rue than i do i spell it right he spells it d-a-r-r-e-l-l but anyway uh <laughs> but there's a place at the at the end of the uh readings for that day where you can go and comment and like yeah. discuss it uh so it's really cool and then um, if you're friends with other people, or whoever you're friends with on the you version, if they start a new reading plan, sometimes it'll send you a text and say, yeah. so-and-so has started a new reading plan.
1: <laughs> like, oh, cool.
0: <laughs> and then,
1: you can decide what gets shared, I guess.
0: Yeah. And then it, sometimes if you make, like, a, an image, like, you'll get it to you as well.
1: Right. It's like but, a Bible social app. <laughs> uh, I think it's
0: encouraging to see other Christians being in the Word, though.
1: Yeah, you know, that helps.
0: You know, it's, it's good to see that. It, it, they're reading and learning so they can defend the faith. You know, maybe that's not their intention, but they should be able to. You know, you would yeah. think as, if we're in the Word, it's going to start to saturate our lives. You know, that's right. that's why God calls us to be in the Word in Psalm one nineteen to meditate on the Word, to love the law of God. You know, to to strive, to live for God, not to earn salvation but because we've been saved. And now we can love the law of God what we hated before.
1: Yeah. And it's nice how, um like we're going through the book of James at our church right now, and our pastor actually suggested a Bible plan through the U Version app on James that we could, you know, go through as well just for like extra extra reading and stuff. And um I thought that was really good. And he actually also puts church notes in there too <laughs> so every sunday you could actually follow along in the Uversion version app and follow his notes and the sermon and what scriptures he's using and it's pretty cool and you could put notes in there too and yeah so it's a good app Alert. i still write my notes right in my bible but <laughs> yeah
0: i still
1: i think it's hard to type like I, I type on my iPad because I have the keyboard attached, but to sit there and type on my phone it's a little tedious, I think, with my thumbs. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> thumbs are overrated. Side note, anyway. Yeah. Thumbs are overrated. Some thumbs are overrated, <laughs> yeah. Use a full keyboard. I have to say my favorite class I ever took in high school was typing because it's been the most useful.
0: <laughs> I did not take that class. <laughs> I had a, like a class like that in middle school. Yeah. And... It would have these exercises to help you type faster, and it would be—I think it was called the mountain climbing game. Oh yeah. Yeah. So the the faster you would type and more accurate, then your little guy would climb up the mountain.
1: <gasps> Do they still have that? I, I want to play know. that No, They really still have it. <gasps>
0: Mrs. Petty was the teacher.
1: <gasps> I had a Mr. Petty in my school. He was the, everyone's favorite.
0: Maybe they're related.
1: He he was um, the biology teacher, and. He'd have like bonus questions on the test, and it would be like true or false. Ice cream has no bones. <laughs> I I just remember that specific. Like my memory stinks. Ice cream. Ninety nine percent of the time, but I remember that question on a science test in high school. That's a very hard science test. Yeah. <laughs> extra credit. Extra credit. Well, ice cream
0: has no bones. True <laughs> or false? <laughs> and how do you know? See. You have to know why. I you looked know in that. the Bible.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Does ice cream, did God make ice cream with bones?
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I guess know. the source of the ingredients came from things that had bones. I think so. Anyway, so what are we even talking about here? I don't know. We, <laughs> we got an
0: ice cream without bones, but but basically, <laughs> it's good to know why we know what we know and be able to defend the faith, and not just say. I pray to prayer. And not just give your personal testimony. Your personal testimony is good, but always get to the gospel, the story of Jesus, that, uh, that he lived, died, and rose for sinners who believe. He lived a perfect, righteous life, died the death that sinners deserve, rose again, seated at the right hand of the Father, and we're called to repent and believe the good news. Repent and believe the gospel of Jesus Christ put our trust completely in him and we can know this story is true because we have the written word of god that verifies it everything's according to the scriptures old testament pointing pointed to that event new testament tells of that event in the gospel stories and then the the letters that paul wrote and the apostles wrote point back to that event and encourages us and it's through the word of god that the gospel is proclaimed and it, faith comes from hearing and hearing by the word of God. So. Right. So encouragement is keep, keep reading your Bible, study it, meditate on it, pray, meet with other Christians, uh, iron sharpens iron, fellowship and uh, worship corporately on Sunday, which is a major part. And I think too many Christians leave that part out. Be members of your local church. And if you don't know, then ask, talk to your pastor, talk to elders at your church, and just find ways. There's so many resources. Like we were naming before, the YouVersion app. Excellent resource to help your walk with Christ.
1: Oh, what's that app that... Speaking of, um, I'm hearing a lot lately from women, because that's who I talk to. (laughs) From women. I don't know about the men, but... um a lot of moms in particular like you know they feel like oh I just I I haven't been in the word I haven't had time like it's something I want to work on this year like really finding that niche you know that time in the morning or the evening or whatever that I could actually be in the word and stuff and um I think it was Rosaria Butterfield on an interview that kind of said something along these lines but I totally agree um that I have a newborn, and sometimes it's tricky. Um, it was tricky the first couple of months because you feel like you're always holding a baby, and <laughs> it's hard to like hold onto a book and flip pages, you know? Um, but uh, uh, these apps that read it to you mm. are just invaluable, I think, because I would literally, like, some mornings now, like, I, I actually have been just sharing that time with this baby. <laughs> you know so i'll sit him on the couch with me in his little boppy and if he, want, he if he needs to be held or if he's being fussy i'll just play the bible you know i'll just put it on audio and we both listen you know if i have to walk around and and rock him or whatever um you know there's ways you don't actually have to always have the perfect circumstance to study the word you know what mm-hmm. i mean like don't wait for that ideal time during the day like oh I haven't had five minutes to sit down and and open a book well like don't make that the excuse not to do it just find a way to do it and because if you if you find that way and even if it's always um in audio format you're still ingesting the word of god you know and even if you only have five minutes like how much can you read in five minutes, actually, you know? Mm. Most of the time, you can at least find five to 15 minutes to be able to sit down. Like, the baby will nap at some point, <laughs> you know, eventually. So I just want to encourage the women out there, like, don't be discouraged. Like, like bring a smaller Bible with you everywhere because if you're sitting mm. in the car or if you ever have to wait for something, like if your kid's at a, a sports event or a class... You know, in my case, sometimes, usually dance class. You can actually just pull that out and read a little. You know what I mean? Just you know. Yeah. Get creative with your time.
0: Mm-hmm. And that's how I, for my Bible plan through the year, since it's on U version, you can use the audio on U version. So when I'm getting ready in the morning before work, I put that on. Yeah. So I'm listening to it, and then I'll do reading later. Uh, but th- this way i'm I'm hearing it, and it's starting my day off, mm-hmm. so it's a it's a good way to do it uh,
1: and you'll have different seasons of your life where you know everything changes year to year, so maybe this year you have more time to study, maybe next year it'll be a little trickier, but mm-hmm. the more you get in that habit, the more you'll you won't even have to think about it. it just becomes a part of your life,
0: yeah. You put it first. Yeah, it should be a a goal that that you you strive for. You know, strive for that goal. And speaking of striving, uh, Striving for Eternity's Ministry is putting on... (laughs) Like, segue. Putting on a a conference, and it's the Sanctification Through Suffering Conference. And it's going to be held March 15th and 16th at the Chinese American Bible Church, 65 Gibson Place, Freehold, New Jersey, 07728. And, uh... We're signed up for it, so I think everybody Happy else birthday. should thank you. It was my birthday present, signing up for this uh, conference on suffering, because I just turned 40, and you know that's when the suffering starts. <laughs> so,
1: <laughs> uh,
0: but the, the speakers there welcome to the club. That uh, you know I'm I'm excited to, to hear uh, Justin Peters speak. He's going to be one of the speakers, speakers, uh, speakers, and he'll be joined by Frank Mullis. Joe Suazo and Colleen Sharp. Uh, so definitely go to StrivingForEternity.org and register if you haven't yet. And that's my plug for that conference. Right now, and I was
1: going to mention before I forget also that that Audible Bible app that is it called Streetlights? streetlight that makes it sound so much better
0: streetlight is an awesome (laughs) app it's i think uh the guys at humble beast
1: if you want to listen to the bible in style i want to say (laughs) i don't know
0: yeah they put like music behind it it's it's uh, a couple like hip-hop artists that do it and it's really it's really cool cool.
1: and it you know what it would probably make it more easy to memorize, too. Like you were trying to memorize some. It's mm-hmm. another thing we encourage you to do. Yeah.
0: And they, they read from uh, the New Living Translation, which is, uh, I think it's a dynamic equivalent. So it's not a word for word, but it's still so, so good. And, uh, uh, you know, it flows as they flow. It does
1: flow. <laughs> it's very flowy.
0: It flows. <laughs> but, you know. I think I know now Why I believe what I believe
1: Just after Yeah so I After listening something. to yourself Do a podcast
0: Yeah <laughs> So uh, Rue Do you have anything else to add
1: Any more jokes uh, uh, um. hmm. I guess she does What's a pig that knows karate <laughs> A poor chop A poor chop <laughs> <laughs> A poor child.
0: It's a musical joke. <laughs> <laughs>
1: like banana. na <laughs> All right. Well. Do you want to sing anything today? Um. What's. Uh... Oh, one more. <laughs> yeah, one more.
0: What's a cow's favorite thing to do? Go to the movies. <laughs> banana. <laughs> All right. Take us home.
1: Well, in the meantime, we pray that you will seek the kingdom of God and continue to learn what we are even doing here. Grace and peace. <laughs>